Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Drewcast episode 112. I know it's kind of awkward because we did not open up with music. I literally was like, hey, Justin, what should we open up with? I couldn't think of anything, man. We probably could have found something, actually. So maybe that's just a testament to how our day's been. But yeah, I'm excited, guys. Welcome back to the Drewcast. Last week was Say What's Real episode 55. If you have not seen that, it's on the channel. I did a I did an episode with my cousin Ocho, and I always love when Ocho comes on, bro. You know, you and him, me, you and him seem to create like a, it's just like a different environment when you and me and Josh do an episode versus like when we have guests. I feel like with Josh, we're more, he brings out more of our like conservative side. You know what I mean? Like with certain guests we have on, like, you know, we, we get in our liberal bag. But then when Ocho comes on, it's like, hey, bro, put that Bud Light down, right? Like, you know, like angry ass shit. Like, you come in the room with the Bud Light. Hey, you put that Bud Light down, all right? Get it out of here. But nah. But yeah, if it's on the channel, guys. Uh, if you haven't seen it, yeah, just go go give it a shot. So I loved it. We're going to start off, though. Okay. So earlier today, I came across this article, right, on uh, on No Jumper. And they were talking about these twins who, uh, I guess, they're conjoined twins who share a vagina. But only one of them has a boyfriend. So I told Justin, I'm like, guess what we're talking about tonight, bud? Guess what we're talking about tonight? Perfect. And hey, I almost I almost didn't shoot a podcast tonight. And I'm going to tell you why. I was like, bro, what do we talk about? Right? And all it took, literally all it took was seeing an article about conjoined twins who share a vagina. And it just started snowballing for me. And we have a bunch of stuff to talk about tonight. And it's not even just off this topic. But like, thank you to the conjoined twins. Because now I have, you know, we have a really good episode. Didn't they, like, two episodes ago, you were talking about a girl who had two vaginas. And now we have... The twins. Two girls that share a vagina. Yeah. What are the odds, bro? What are the gods? Um, what are the gods? No. <laughs> I mean, what are the odds? But it's fun. It's crazy, though. So, yeah, we looked into it. Justin, uh, you know, I had Justin uh, do some research before we talked about this topic. Because I, I needed to know certain things, right? We can't just, we couldn't, we can't just come on this, like, podcast and start spewing misinformation. Which sometimes I do, willingly. But so these guys are conjoined twins, right? Uh, they're 22 years old, Lupita and Carmen. Recently opened up about what it's like to live their lives fused together and the common misconceptions about their dating lives and beyond. So they were born in Mexico, but grew up in Connecticut, right? Uh, they share a pelvis, a reproductive system, a liver, and a bloodstream, they told today.com. They each have one leg. Carmen controls the right one and uh, Lupita controls the left one. It's not all rainbows and sunshine. I kind of thought it was. I kind of thought it, and, and we've had a lot of challenges. I didn't think, no, I'm fine, but that, <laughs> but uh, we have a great life, which is cool. That, that's actually cool to know. I actually really like, when you think about it, well, it says right here, they go to movies, they go to concerts together, they share one seat. That would suck if they had to pay for two. We're traveling on airplanes. You know, the people are like, hey, you had to pay for two. I'm so, so I'm glad people are like understanding of like their condition because I'd be fucked up, bro. I mean, they probably do. Pay for two? I mean, because they have... I mean, I'm, we'll share the picture, obviously. They have a regular bottom-looking half, but their top half is, like, two humans next to each other. So, like, I can't imagine them... They can probably sit in a seat normally, but then, like, you're going to have a, another human just hanging off into... Off to the side. Yeah, yeah so they, they most likely want to accommodate for that. I know what everybody's thinking, okay? And before we talk about their dating life and all that stuff, 
I'm just going to say there's a slippery slope with this one, right? Because it's kind of like, it's none of our business. But at the same time, what's going on with that? You know what I mean? What's going on with the with the dating life? I kind of liken it to the Shauna Ray stuff that we were talking about a couple months ago. And not necessarily like, is it bad to date Carmen and Lupita? Because obviously they're two different people. But holy fuck, how awkward is that? So Carmen is actually the one with the boyfriend. His name is Daniel. And Lupita is asexual. So Lupita isn't attracted to any gender. Just like, just not attracted to anything. And that's what asexual is. It's not, I'm not really sexually attracted to anything. I'm just, I'm good, right? Which I think you kind of have to have your other happy asexual. Because bro, what if you were both like, the one need to date? And they share the same vagina? That's crazy, bro. So, so Carmen and Daniel actually aren't sexually active. So I know people, that's like one of the first things you saw in the comment section. Like, so what's going on with that, bro? Or Carmen and Lupita, how do they share like the guy? You know what I mean? Because that would be awkward, bro. If Carmen and her boyfriend were sexually active, what does the other twin do? Lupita so just sits, sits there and like pretends nothing's happening. On her, on her phone while her sister's getting... And you have to like literally look at two people being sexually intimate as fuck. And like you have to sit there and just like, okay, okay. It's like there's like hella like what if like your sister's hella nasty? Do, how do you live? How do you go forward with us today? Like after your sister just got her mouth spit in and like slapped and choked, now we're just gonna go out and watch a movie. Now we're just gonna like cook dinner. After I just saw your boyfriend put his thumb in your ass, like I don't. You know what I'm saying like how do you? They share the same ass, so that's probably not happening. So I know I know the article says they're not sexually active, but like bro, the the implications are crazy because being conjoined twins like there must be so much you have to sacrifice like personal space um your mental health because like what if you want to be alone but like you literally your conjoined twin is just staring at you and what if they make you mad right because one of them controls the right leg and the other one yeah so what happens when your sister's mad and she doesn't want to use her left leg we're not going anywhere so i mean <laughs> I mean, yeah, but that was like the first thing everybody talked about. They were like, oh, you know, if they share one vagina, what if one sister doesn't want to have sex, but the other one does? So like morally, do you continue to sin or what? Like, let's say you're Carmen's boyfriend, Daniel, right? And like you do want to be sexually active with your girlfriend, but let's say Lupita doesn't want to do it. How do you move forward with that? You yeah, don't, right? Cool. Isn't that yeah. technically our wording, you know? I think I think that is like that's a slippery slope, bro. Yeah, they would both have to kind of just consent. Yeah, yeah, because if one sister doesn't consent, would you would you still feel comfortable going forward with it, knowing the other sister's just hanging off to the side, not wanting it? Like that's crazy, bro. To even, I mean, just doing it in itself must be like hella awkward. But she said she met him on a dating website, which you know, and she said that one of the things that set him apart from other men was that he wasn't really like asking a lot of questions about it or being disrespectful. You know, he must have been thinking it, though. There's no way he wasn't. He didn't just see her profile picture. I was like, hmm, interesting, interesting. So, yeah, what do you guys think? Comment below. It's uh, would you even want to be conjoined twins with somebody, though? Like, who would you pick? You guys comment below. Who would you pick, bro? Like, who in your life could you see being a conjoined twin with? Like, I wouldn't want to be conjoined twins with Josh. The way he be burping and just like you can tell that guy and the way he walks like Rango, the lizard, bro, I'm good, bro. I'm good with Josh being my conjoined twin. Like, I think you'd be a good conjoined twin, because you're almost like, you're almost like asexual, you know? Like, you'd be kind of like the asexual side of us. You know, like, I don't think you'd be the one that's like getting fucked and being nasty. So, 
But I think it would suck because, like, what if you and your conjoined twin had, like, hella complete different personalities? So now, now, like, you have one who's, like, very talkative and the other one's not. I mean, that sucks, bro. That must suck. And, I'd, hey, that'd be kind of cool to get these two on a podcast. Hey, get, share the mic with your sister, bro. I don't got two mics. You know what I mean? <laughs> share the mic with <laughs> No, she would. I think they would laugh. I think Lupita and Carmen would laugh. So, I mean, hey, why not, dude? But yeah, tonight, before we get into like the good, good stuff, I did want to bring up the fact that the Flash movie was uh, shown yesterday to a bunch of people that I follow on online. A lot of like movie pundits got to watch Flash early and it's getting great reviews, obviously, right? Because we've been hearing that for months that like the Flash movie is the greatest comic book movie of all time. And you know, we've been hearing a lot of people saying that, like, the early screenings were really good and they were getting, like, real positive reviews, which is good. If you're a DC fan, it's good. But, again, there's a lot of people who are like, hey, we don't want to support Ezra Miller. Why do we have to support Ezra Miller? Why are we Why are we still supporting him when Jonathan Majors is... And they're different studios, too, by the way. I know a lot of people who make that comment, like, why is Ezra Miller? Because DC and Marvel are different studios. Warner Brothers and Disney are different studios. Disney might not want to play that game. Warner Brothers might. And we don't even know if Ezra Miller is still going to be playing The Flash after this. So who knows? But at the end of the day, I was kind of on the fence, bro, because I was like, hey, if if when the movie comes out, do I even want to go support it because of what's happening? Do like I really want to go give money and see this movie and... You know, I think my tune has changed a little bit. I'm going to go see The Flash in theater, and I don't care if it, I don't care if Ezra Miller is starring in it. And I don't care if Ezra Miller is The Flash after this. I don't care anymore, bro. If it's a good movie, he can go choke whoever he wants, and he can go break into people's houses. Bro, I mean, honestly, he's living the reverse Flash right now. He's literally the reverse Flash. He's, he's method acting. People have won Oscars for this shit, bro. Method, the people have won Oscars for it. Now, all of a sudden... And you know what? And people I mean, need. We're just talking about Jonathan Majors' method acting for Creed too. I mean, hey, someone has to beat it. someone has to beat his wife up. So, but nah, I'm playing. But that was a really bad joke. But the the gist of it, right? The gist of what I'm trying to say, guys, is we vote for all these people to be in office and to be our presidents, and and all these people are bad people too. You know what I mean? There's like bad people in our families that we still allow at like family events and we don't say anything. I mean, we vote for people who like do drone strikes on innocent villages and towns and, you know, innocent people get killed by our country like every day. And we vote for these people. But we won't watch a fucking Flash movie because Ezra Miller chokes somebody. We won't watch The Flash because Ezra Miller is out here breaking into people's houses. But God forbid you vote for somebody who does a drone strike and kills thousands of people. God forbid we pledge allegiance to a flag where they're like, they're like killing their own citizens to start wars in other countries. Cough, cough, 9-11, right? So that's kind of my stance. Like, I don't care if Ezra Miller's in it anymore, bro. If it's a good movie, it's a good movie. Like, seriously. I never really cared to begin with, but um, I just didn't really think he was a good Flash. It wasn't all the other shit that he was doing in his, like, personal life. Yeah. I didn't really give a fuck about. But, like, I just didn't think, like... I mean, he was kind of funny, but other than that, like, I just didn't think it fit, like, the personality that you see and, like... Think about last election, right? The two people that were running for president. Trump literally said, grab them by the pussy and a bunch of other crazy-ass shit, and people still voted for him, right? Biden was talking about little kids playing with his leg hairs and, and like, a whole bunch of crazy-ass shit, and people still voted for him. But God forbid Ezra Miller beat somebody with a chair in a, in a, in a bar. 
or God forbid he chokes somebody or or kidnaps people like, okay, you're president. You know what I mean? The people we vote for do way worse, bro. Like, so if the movie's good, the movie's good. I mean, I'm not, well, I'm going to sit there and be like, I won't watch it because Ezra Miller's in it. Okay. Sorry. I mean, I know people like are probably going to say it's two different things, but it's not really. If you think about it, if you actually think about it, it's not really much different. These people we vote for, they're terrible people. We still let them sit in office and do whatever they want. So that's my stance on it. I'm still going to watch it. You guys comment below. What are you guys going to do when the movie comes out? I'll probably, I'll probably, I probably will watch it. Um, obviously, wherever it lands. I don't know if I'll watch it in theaters, but even if I do watch it in theater, I, I thought the CGI looked hella bad in the trailer, dude. That's why I wasn't really high Yeah, the CGI was, yeah. Because I'm not, like, he's not a good Flash in my opinion. But then also the CGI was the CGI like... CGI looked hella bad. Yeah, it didn't really look that good. But hey, I'm... It's DC, bro. They're not really known for a good CGI. I mean, that was one of the biggest arguments with me and my friends from the past. Is they would straight up be like, but you don't say anything about Marvel's bad CGI. Yeah, because like, they, it's like one in a bunch to me. Like maybe a couple movies, a couple shows might have it. But it's not like every project they pump out is like horrible CGI. And it's DC seems to have that a lot. And no offense. I mean, I'm a huge DC head, bro. I love DC. I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I love the Joker, Batman, Superman, Green Lantern, all them. I'm since I was a kid, but I'm not going to sit there and be like, their CGI is the best. It's not. So yeah, to get into the main topic tonight, guys, we're into space stuff here. I'm especially me. And like the space stuff is amazing. It's thought provoking. It gets the mind rolling. It's a good conversation piece. And today we're going to bring up a bunch of stuff that I saw online and I'm just going to be honest with you. It just, it's fascinating. And that's what we do here is we talk about things that you might not even have known before filming. So the first thing I do want to bring up though, is I saw this picture online and it says the similarities between a hurricane on earth, right? So the similarities between a hurricane on earth and a galaxy in deep space, that looks the same, bro. Now, the reason I'm bringing this up is because if you notice, right, throughout, throughout all of life, there's a lot of things that mimic like space, but also mimic things here on earth. Like, for instance, this picture right here, though they look identical, I think it's just like crazy that like they do look alike. Like, what are the odds of that? Right. But maybe life is so like big and like life is so mysterious that like the whoever designed this, maybe it's meant to look like certain things. Like maybe it's meant um, to mimic like maybe it's meant to mimic something that already exists and it kind of just looks the same. Right. I'm not a scientist, obviously, but um. I would assume they look that way because of the science behind what it makes it look that way. Like a hurricane looks that way because of, you know, like the, the spiraling the, and the like wind or mm. I don't even know how a hurricane looks or I don't know why, what makes a hurricane look like that. But I'm assuming the same process that creates a hurricane is probably happening on a very grand scale and we just throughout our universe yeah. that's making that look that way too. And I should know more about hurricanes because I'm named after one, Hurricane Andrew. I'm, my mom said I was named after it. So, I mean, there is that one. I should probably know more about them. But I actually brought this next picture up because this is the this is the dolphin head nebula that is seen roaming around deep space. Now, this literally looks like a dolphin head, right? So, again, this is something that you could say, oh, wow, okay, this literally looks like a dolphin head. And what are the odds of that? What are the odds that this nebula it even looks like that, bro? It's strange because, so yeah, we, we looked at the, the hurricane from 
that point of view does look like a spiraling, a spiraling galaxy, right? So the hurricane from that point of view, you know, reminds us of a galaxy. We just looked at the dolphin head nebula, which that literally looks like a dolphin head, right? And for those who don't know, a nebula is a giant cloud of dust and gas in space. Um, they believe some of it comes from the explosion of a dying star, such as a supernova. And other are in regions where new stars are beginning to form, right? So it's it's amazing that stuff like this can even be seen from like where we're at. But it's cool because this next one I'm going to show you guys on our screen here looks like a dragon. This one's the Dragon Nebula. So cool. I, that's fascinating to me. And I don't know why, but like the fact that we have the Dolphin Head Nebula, right? And then we have the Dragon, the Dragon Nebula. It does. It does remind me of a dragon. So it's cool that like, hey, something on Earth that we created. If you look through a telescope in certain areas of space, you'll be able to see something that resembles that. That I mean, come on, bro. That's crazy. What? How do we know that other nebula that we're not look that we're looking at doesn't resemble something from someone else's planet? And we just don't know because we've never seen it. So that, I mean, I wonder if other planets that have life on it are looking at the Dolphin Head Nebula and like they just they don't even know that it looks like something that's from our planet. Yeah, they're probably just thinking it's some random nebula, but it's literally it literally looks like it's the uh, it's the simulation recycling texture packs. Yeah, that makes sense though. That it recycles designs and like yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense, bro. They're like, yeah, we have we ran out of planets. What do we do? Yeah, just make it look like make it look like a dolphin head from Earth. Speaking of pictures from the James Webb Telescope, because I cover that a lot here on the channel, this picture was captured by uh, this telescope, right? And it's, and I know this is going to sound crazy. I don't know why they even named it this, but this is actually a picture of Uranus. I know, I know. Everybody hold back the, hold back, go back the last. But besides the fact that the name is crazy, that's a crazy name, Uranus. That's actually a really cool picture, bro. So the fact that, and I didn't know this, but I guess, so Uranus has a ring, apparently. Didn't know that. So I always thought it was the other, I thought it was like Saturn and another planet that had a ring. I had no idea that. And isn't, I thought Uranus is the planet that's like on its side axis. Like it's on its side and it doesn't rotate normally like ours. I So that makes sense why it looks like that. Why it would be like, and not, you know? Yeah. That just looks like a giant marble, like, in space. That's actually bright as fuck. If that's what it looks like as you're approaching Uranus, bro, then that's, like, that looks bright. It looks like a toy. I know a lot of people are going to say this image is fake. There's no way for me it's to prove. It's probably not that bright, right? Because if it's in the same galaxy as ours, we don't ever see it like that. I know you can see certain planets at night from our from our planet. I'm not sure if Uranus is one of them. I know you can see Jupiter. Jupiter is, and Jupiter, I believe Neptune is always a planet that you could see. Uh, Venus. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, the stuff like this is stunning because it's giving us, we, we knew it was there, but seeing it like this kind of gives you, I, I'm hoping, what I'm hoping is happening is that people are starting to like take this type of stuff more serious and be like, oh, yeah, so we've read about it, right? But, like, literally, it's right there. Like, it's literally there. There is no... There's no avoiding the question, right? 
which brings me to another image that I'm going to show you guys. So this is the most distant image of Earth taken by NASA's Voyager 1 from, an, from out past Pluto. Now, obviously, they have it circled here, so you'd have to zoom in. But doesn't that make you feel small, bro? They have uh, something past Pluto. Yeah, there's actually something so far away that it takes 18 hours to receive and send a message. It yeah. takes 18 hours for the message to get. Yeah. So I'll zoom in a little bit for you to send. But yeah, that's there's our there's our baby girl out there, dude. That's Earth. Now it's cool to see that because like, yes, there is gonna be people who say this this picture is fake, that it's that it's 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 AI, it's fake, they're trying to hide flat earth and but if we take what we're seeing at face value and like this is a real picture, it's cool, but it's also scary that there's so much happening here, right? But if you're from that far in space looking at it, you would never be able to tell. Which is the same thing we do with the telescopes, right? We we look at these exoplanets, we look at these areas in space, and we have no idea that there could be some huge shit happening there. We just don't know. So it could be the same thing. Like when you look at something like this, you're like, oh, look at that little planet. There's Earth. Little do you know that like hella shit's happening there at that moment, and we've been through hella shit. So that that was something that really interested me when it came to the telescope pictures. Earth is beautiful. Earth is beautiful even from that far away, right? Just to know that like I live here and that picture was taken. My All my family's here, all my family history, everything that I ever will do or ever have done is literally in that picture. All the pain and suffering, all the joy and entertainment that we experience every day is literally there, but just from in that picture. And I know that's stupid to say because obviously it's there, but when you see it from that far away, bro, like if you didn't know any better, you wouldn't know that there was something happening there. You're just looking at a dot on a picture. I mean, that probably happens to us when we look up. That we're looking at something, we have no yeah. idea that what's happening on that planet. Yeah, and I think that's, I think it's... I know that humans have a tendency to like want to know every answer and search for every answer, but it's kind of beautiful not to know sometimes. I think sometimes not knowing is actually really cool. In my opinion, I think it's cool that like some things are kept so mysterious that maybe we don't need to know. But that's just my train of thought on that. In a previous podcast, guys, I mentioned a guy named John Ramirez. He's a former CIA agent which a lot of people in the comment section were saying you you could you, there's no such thing as former CIA. Hey, I'm just saying what he's calling himself, okay? All right? A lot of people came forward to send on TikTok, shorts, hey, there's no such thing as former CIA. That's where you go. That's where you went wrong, buddy. Hey, guess what? I'm not ca calling him that. He's calling himself that, right? But I I had reported he went on a podcast and basically said by 2027 there's supposed to be this huge impending event that's supposed to be happening. They're preparing us for it. A lot of it had to do around disclosure and like alien life. A lot of people like heard the interview and like, oh, okay, I wonder what he's talking about. And I was like, hey, it could easily be Project Bluebeam since he is a former CIA guy. It could easily be Project Bluebeam. And this is their way of getting ahead of Project Bluebeam. Like, hey, let's just send our CIA agents out here and, and they'll go on all these podcasts and, you know, they will, they'll, they're going to essentially reveal some of our plan, right? So he went on another podcast though, right? And Open-Minded Approach actually posted this on their Twitter. 
But John Ramirez says that disclosure will happen in the next few months or next year, and it's not going to come from government officials. So what is going to happen? Will someone reveal groundbreaking technology or nothing? Right. Hearing this, though, if it's not going to come from government officials, I actually think that's the better way that we should want disclosure. Like if it came from if it came from like the White House or an official like an official press briefing, I don't know if anybody should believe that. Like if it comes from your government's mouth, right? Like they obviously have intentions and an agenda as to why they would tell it to you. So if we get disclosure like like the movie Arrival, where it's like they just show up and there's no other choice but to believe what we're saying, I think that's the more acceptable way we're gonna get it. Yeah. You know, like if because chances are, like you just said, they've known for like hella long and haven't said shit. So like the fact that they're telling you now means that there's a reason for why they're deciding to push it. Do you think that guy's sentiment is kind of like they're preparing us because they know this is going to happen and like there's no other choice now? Like, do you think something outside of our planet I mean, told our told our people like, hey, look, we're coming this time. Get your people prepared because this is going to happen. What are the odds that you think that happened? Probably not. How? Because like, how would you imagine that even goes? You think that they just like FaceTimed or like they just showed up? They just like yeah. Had that's a always something meeting and they like sat down at a table. Like, how do you think that conversation went if that was to happen? If that conversation did happen, what I'm going to think happened was, and this is what always makes me mad about this show, right? So. When they're like, take me to your leader. Like, how do you know who our leader is? Yeah, you could watch our planet and you could kind of observe us for a little bit and know. But why go to them? There's nobody else you can go to. But then again, I understand why you would want to go to our leader, right? Because that would probably be the best way to get information out to the masses. If they did reach out to somebody in our government, what I think might have happened was, is like, hey, we're here. We've been here. Let's make a deal. There was always that rumor that Eisenhower was the one that made a deal with them. Like, hey, you could take a certain amount of people, and but we want technology in return, which would explain the boom in like cell phones and the way we live now is like crazy compared to like 150 years ago. Like the technology boom was crazy, right? But you're right. Like, you, how does that conversation go? Yeah. Like, well, hey, we're coming like by 2027 or whatever time. So get your people ready or it's going to happen regardless. Like, I just don't know how that conversation would go. And does the government feel pressured? Like, hey, we have to like start. Maybe they told them, hey, start slow. Start putting it in movies. Start putting it in TV shows. Start making a joke about it. Commercials. Anything you can to get your people kind of like desensitized. Because that does happen. Like, I don't know if you guys experience this or not. But growing up, bro, I used to be one of those kids that like would watch hella bad videos all the time, like cartel videos and stuff. Not that I liked it, but like when the internet first was like popping off, that's what me and you were growing up, right? And so we would watch all these scary videos and not just cartel videos, but scary videos. And I feel like it desensitized me to certain things. So now when I see something crazy on the news, yeah, it still kind of makes me like upset or sad, but I'm not as upset as I should be. Yeah, um... Dave Chappelle had a whole bit in one of his specials about that. Where like we just see death and all, all the time now. So it's crazy shit that we don't even think like some like horrific ass shit yeah. is even like worth paying attention to. And that could be what's happening here. Let's desensitize them to the aliens or whatever's coming. So 
again, reported by, so this guy, so Mike on Twitter, I'm going to post it up right here. I don't want to butcher your last name, so I apologize, but I do follow him on Twitter. So again, another John Ramirez interview. Disclosure opportunity before the 2023 holidays. John Ramirez suggests that current and former government officials might come forward and acknowledge that UFOs represent non-human technology. He also says they want the UFO issue to be a part of the 2024 election. How garbage, first of all. What do you say in the election? If they are real, you can't have a side saying they're not real. That's You're being literally anti-science then. If you have one side, like, how would you even use that for the election? Like, how would you even weaponize that against us, bro? Like, oh, one side's like, they're not real. It's the liberals. And like, what? Like, what side do you think takes what? Do you think the left is going to be alien accepting? They kind of have to be, right? So it would seem like they would have the conservatives be like, no, this is an attack on God, an attack on our religion. And I could actually, now that I'm saying this out loud. Nah, I, I feel like the, that demographic is probably the one that thinks aliens are real. The, so that the would, conservative that people? Them. Yeah, like, you know, like the, the farmer, you know, um, redneck style of people. Like, yeah. Our I, redneck brethren. They, yeah. they, they would they would think, I, I think that they would think the most that that is like an actual thing. I was kind of on the opposite of you. I was kind of thinking the left-leaning people, since they, they, they preach about acceptance and tolerance 24-7 and, like, accepting people. That Not alien... that they wouldn't. I'm just saying that, like, I don't... I think it's the opposite for Because there's a few people who, like, live in, like, Portland and Seattle. They look like aliens to begin with, bro. So it's not far-fetched to say, hey, aliens are here. Because, yeah, they some of them live in Portland and Seattle and Capitol Hill. So, I mean, I've seen some people legit, like... I didn't think that person was a human. I don't know why it would be part of the election. That just seems like, well, what would, yeah. just seems stupid. So he did say by 2027, but right here, the opportunity might come before 2023 holidays. So we're looking at anywhere between now and 2027, something big's going to happen. And, and if you've watched my show before, guys, or if you're new to the channel, I've been saying for like the longest time that it feels to me that something big is going to happen. It's just a matter of when. Like, we can't keep pretending anymore. Like, there's... If you're... Again, if you're new here, I, I did a segment called the Shrug segment, right? Where we all know of something. We all think something. But we all just collectively go, hmm. Hmm. Right? And that's the UAP UFO phenomenon. We all just... We kind of know they're here. There's evidence that they've been here. There's paintings that they've been here. All that good stuff. But we all just kind of go, hmm. And then we like we kind of demonize our our brothers and sisters who bring it up. Our neighbors who talk about UFOs for the longest time. We They would lose their careers, their lives. We'd make fun of them. And why though? You know? So I, I think the time is now. Like, hey, let's just start being honest with each other, bro. Like, what is this? What's happening? It is kind of whack, though, that they would use that for the election. Like, what does that do for anybody? Like, oh... UFOs are real, vote for me. Like, that isn't, like, a big problem that a lot of people have, bro, is that, like, this doesn't solve anything. Like, does my rent go lower? Do I still have to pay bills? Like, what does this do for me on a day-to-day -day basis? Yeah, it's cool that aliens are real and that they're here, but what do they do for us? Like, do they still, are they going to stop you guys from being blood-sucking pedos? And people who, like, oppress their people and people who use and grift, like, like, what are we doing now? Does that stop? No, it doesn't. So that's a lot of people have a problem with that. Like, okay, they're here. What does that do for us now? So 
I'm starting to kind of low-key feel like that. I mean, I love this topic, but bro, at the same time, like, if they're going to use it for the election, we do for what, though? Yeah, it does sound like a... It does sound like a topic that they're just using for points at this, you know. Like, I can't imagine Trump getting on stage and what is, like, what is Biden? Biden can barely talk. So Biden can barely, like, he talks, like, bro, I don't even like looking at videos of Joe Biden anymore. You know what I mean? I'm not going to, I'm not participating in that, bro. I get it. He's the president and everything, but bro, it's sad. So I'm going to watch and they're talking about rumors that there might not even be a for this next election that's coming up. Then there might not even be debates. Like they might not even have a debate. You know why? Probably because Joe Biden probably can't debate nobody. Yeah, no, he'll he'll. What's the word? He'll destroy himself. Yeah, bro. And they probably don't want that. So, oh, yeah. there might not be debates this time. Why, though? That's actually very trash. So we shouldn't allow that. No, if you want to be president, bro, get your dumbass on stage and talk like you've been talking. You show the entire world how fucking and how declined you are. If you want to be our president again, come on, dude. Get someone needs to get him on stage. I don't care if they have puppet strings attached to Joe Biden. And there's Kamala Harris is on top of the thing, and he's like, I think trans people should be everywhere. You know, like I, whatever, whatever Joe Biden then would say. Like this, drink a Bud Light. <laughs> you know what I mean? Back when that school shooting happened in um, the Christian school, right at the in Nashville. Like, you remember when he got, when right before he starts to talk about, it, he's like talking about chocolate chip ice cream, and we have yeah, chocolate chip ice cream I, upstairs. I like, really know like how real that was, or like the con the full context of that video. So I didn't really pay much attention to it. Well, before he saw the video where he was talking about ice yeah. cream and shit, but like when people were saying what you just said, yeah, I didn't really look in to see if that was like actually the full context of the video. And it was right before he gets on stage to talk to address the about the school shooting, right? It's just like, imagine if Trump did that. And I'm not really like a Trump fan. I think he's entertaining for sure. Like he's super entertaining. I don't care what people think. He is entertaining. Everything that comes out that fucking guy's mouth is gold, bro. I don't. I don't care. It's funny as fuck. But if Trump would have went on stage and talked about chocolate chip ice cream before addressing a school shooting, you know they would have been on his head. Every article would have been on his head. So, yeah, that is tonight's show, you guys. I had fun. Thank you guys for joining me. Thank you guys for the, the audio platforms, too, by the way. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you guys have been killing it. Like always, I have loads of fun uploading to that because I like to be everywhere, man. Um, this type of stuff doesn't doesn't grow on trees you have to keep grinding you have to keep pushing uh reaching out to your subscriber base your fan base kind of gauging what you guys want to hear and see the um, you know a lot of the space videos do really well for me on every platform and i'm actually like if that's what you guys keep wanting to see then we'll do it like the interviews do well too you guys want to see me interview people let's let's talk about it let's do it i don't mind interviewing artists too like we can go back to doing like artist interviews and stuff my main concern is just like whoever I bring on, they need to be able to bring something to the table that's not just I'm just here, right? Like share the video, share the clips, engage with the people that are subscribed to me, right? I just, I don't fuck with that, bro. Like I've had hella people come on and they don't share anything. They don't like anything. They're like, everything's a bougie this, bougie that. Like, and I, I just, I'm not soured on having guests. I still love having guests on. I'm just very picky now like i just won't have anybody 
right? And you would understand too, if you've been in this type of field, you can't just have anybody. Like this type of work, bro, like, <laughs> yeah, you guys, I'm not going to talk here off tonight, but yeah, um, episode 112, the Drewcast. Till next time, guys. Peace.